Hi friends, welcome to another episode of my podcast. I'm in beautiful St. Louis, Missouri today. Uh, I haven't been here, I mean I came here briefly on the tour with St. Louis. (laughs) Oh no, it's already starting off like this, why does this happen to me? I came here briefly with St. Vincent. Um, whose alter ego is St. Louis. That's what, you know, we like to call her on the road. You know, hey, St. Louis, get your butt over here. No, we we stopped in St. Louis on tour with St. Vincent. But the last time I was really here was like three or four years ago. It was in 2018. It was three years ago. I think it was 2018. I was here doing a comedy festival called the Flyover Festival. And it's almost like, uh, I think maybe even three years to the date. Because they just did their festival again this year, like a week ago. So, um, yeah, I mean, this is my second real time in St. Louis. The only difference is that uh, last time when I was here for the Flyover Festival, it was more like downtown by like the Grove area, which is a more fun hip area. I'm staying near the Funny Bone this time, which is in, I think it's called Westport. And Westport is kind of just like, not a lot happening here. The McDonald's nearby closes before midnight, which is terrible, terrible business plan. If you're going to be a fast food chain, if anything, close your shop from like 10 a.m. or maybe like noon until 5 when people are working at home, whatever they're doing. No one wants to eat fast food in the daytime. That's when we make good decisions. Really like, you know, just stay open 24 seven, please. I beg you. I could do fast food at any time of day. Ugh, but it's so crucial late night. So it sucks because there's like not a lot of restaurants over here. So I've just been like spending so much money on Uber Eats and Postmates and things like that because there's not a lot around me. So I just have to spend so much money to get it from point A to point B. Um, Because everything delivers like at least 30 minutes. Oh, this pissed me off. Okay, here we go. We're getting into it. This is what pissed me off today. I woke up. I woke up at like 10 in the morning. I... uh was on my phone for too long. My brain is fried right now. I don't even know if I'm a real person at this point. Um, I did do my Zoom Patreon hang today, which was nice. Got to see my friends, got to see Brian, got to see Ricky, got to see Sylvia. Um, we were all just chopping it up. And I was complaining to them because I wanted to get coffee at the hotel. And I have like a little tiny coffee machine. I don't even, it's called a CV1. Never heard of her. Don't want to try her. Because coffee that's in like, so I'm not staying in like a disgusting hotel, but it's not like a fancy hotel by any means. It's a Courtyard Marriott. And at hotels like this, the coffee machines in the room, the coffee comes out and it tastes like burnt couch cushions. But I don't want to make that. And I know it's an option. I know I have that available to me. But I'd rather go to the lobby and get whatever coffee that they have. 
The problem is that they don't have coffee for purchase in the lobby. They got a nice little cute sign outside of the building that says the bistro. So you would think they'd have some sort of bistro, you know, goods. No, nothing. What they have in the lobby is bottles of water, bottles of Monster Energy, bags of Doritos, Advil, condoms, things like that. They don't have coffee. They have a Starbucks sign inside of the lobby for their little breakfast thing. And I don't know what happened due to COVID, but places that offer like the continental free breakfast in the morning, guess what? Hate to break it to you, but they're not free anymore. And it's not like it was good, but that was the thing. It was free breakfast because it wasn't good quality. It was eggs that were like in cubes and had zero movement to it. You know, they had a waffle machine, some packaged cereals, the mini, you know, the mini little bowls of cereals. And those were free and you go, I'm getting free quality breakfast. This is great. Glad that it comes with this. Now they're charging you money to eat their inedible breakfast between the hours of 7am to 10am. So, I didn't think coffee was just a strictly breakfast thing. So I got out there and I was like, oh, do you guys have any coffee available for purchase? And, uh, no, they don't. They don't. Apparently they shut down the coffee machines. Why? So then I had to get, and there was no, like, coffee nearby me. There's no coffee near where I'm at. I checked. I looked. It was like a 30-minute walk to the gas station, but I didn't have time because I had to do my Zoom. I feel like my podcast is just me taking zero accountability for anything ever, or trying not to. But I didn't want to walk 30 minutes to a gas station to get gas station coffee and then walk back 30 minutes. It's cold in St. Louis. I'm not used to the cold. I'm a California girl. Okay, Katy Perry? So, I Uber eats old breakfast crepe from some place 40 minutes away, apparently. And got a little latte. Got it by the end of my Zoom, so I got I got all the food and everything like 40 minutes, 45 minutes later. It was great coffee, though, and a pretty decent breakfast crepe. Um, so that was my morning. Can I just say, can, can every hotel, no matter how shitty, no matter how nice it is, just have coffee for the guests? I'll pay six bucks for a coffee in a hotel as long as it's available. And it doesn't taste like whatever the CV1, you know, pop-in, blend coffee tastes like in my room. That's my only request. Sorry I'm a diva, but I like nice things. Ugh. Yeah, so that's what I did. I need to grab my water. One second. So that's how my day's going. St. Louis is cool. Everyone is fat here, which is nice. It's refreshing. I feel like in LA, you know, you'll see chubby people every now and again. Sometimes you'll see, I just feel like in LA, everyone has like a BBL. They get the Brazilian butt lift. They got their waist all cinched in and their butts all big. St. Louis, man, everyone looks just like, you know, a person. They look like my parents. It's beautiful. It's endearing. And I get it. The food here is like just bread and cheese in different forms. That's all you got here. And I love it. I'm a carb junkie. Oh, I know it's going to catch up to me soon. Not that I'm skinny. I'm pretty average, average thick side. 
But if I keep going at things the way I'm going at them, it's just a matter of time until these jeans don't fit anymore. I made the mistake of re-downloading that, uh, that app called MyFitnessPal, which I've seen on TikTok a lot. A lot of people say it causes, like, you know, unhealthy eating behavior and eating disorders and things like that. I don't really have the, you know, eating disorder gene. That's not really in me. I don't think I eat, uh, regular. I don't think I'm a normal eater. I tend to binge eat. But not in a way where I would need to go, you know, get treatment for it or anything. I just, once, I, once something's on my plate, I'm not gonna not eat it. I gotta finish what's on my plate. That's how I was raised. You finish what you got. But my problem is that I always want to eat. I always put more on my plate than I need to. So then I'm overeating and then I can't stop, you know? So I downloaded my fitness pal because I was curious because I feel like I'm eating like garbage on the road. And yeah, I think I went over my calories by about a thousand, close to two thousand. I overate two thousand calories. It's hard to stay under a certain amount of calories. I think I'm supposed to have like twelve hundred or maybe it's maybe I'm being dyslexic. Maybe it's twenty one hundred. Yeah, I think it's twenty one hundred calories a day. But it goes by so quickly. I have to stop doing that my fitness pal thing because first of all, when you're eating shit out of the garbage, it's really hard to keep track of what the calories are and yada yada yada. But I need to be a little more aware because I don't really exercise or anything. I was thinking about going to Six Flags today because uh because I don't exercise, I don't walk a lot, I'm pretty stagnant. I think I'm gonna get like bed sores soon. And so I figured if I go to Six Flags, I'll do so much walking at a theme park, I won't even realize that it's good for me. That's the hack. You just need, instead of getting a gym membership, just get a season pass to any theme park. And then bring your own snacks to the theme park so you're not eating, you know, fried Oreos and shit. And then you'll, you know, lose weight, maybe. It's not that I want to lose weight. I just want to eat healthy. Like, if I'm gaining weight, I want it to be because my body needs that weight in order to be healthy. Would I like to lose a couple LBs? Sure. It's just because I notice that, like, my gut kind of hangs in a way that's not for any source of safety or, you know, purpose. It's just kind of hanging there because she needs a home after all those Taco Bell runs. But yeah, St. Louis is a trip. The shows have been pretty cool. I am... Um, my least favorite show was last night. It was the Saturday... I want to say early show. I was just... Something... I was like out of it or something. But it was still good. I just... That was my least favorite of all the shows. But so many great people have come out. Um, there was this guy. And it's so annoying. Because he drove seven hours to come see me. Seven hours. He came from uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, drove from Knoxville to St. Louis to come see me perform, and I'm blanking on his name. I want to say it's Doug, but I could be completely wrong. He was so nice, and we took photos, and then he didn't post any of the photos he took, so I can't go back to try and find who he is 
and give them a shout out on this podcast. But if you're hearing this, if you're listening, I want you to know, first of all, thank you. That was far too kind to drive all that way. I felt like I needed to pay for his ticket, like reimburse him. It's so nice. I was baffled. But I want to give you a proper shout out on this show. So please DM me either on Resting B-Pod Instagram or on mine or both. Because I want to give you a shout out. Because that was the nicest thing ever. Um, and then another shout out to Ellen Colleen, who, uh, is a sister. She's a sister of the pod. She's a sister to me now. Uh, a while ago she drew a nice photo of me and I reposted it and then she came out to the show and she was so cute. I love my little cute frickin' fans who come to see me. You guys are so adorable. I want to dress like you. I want to wear your skin. I want to be you. You guys are so adorable. But she came to see me, her and her girlfriend, um, not gay girlfriend, but I mean, they were so cute together. If they could choose, I think they should choose to be in love with each other. Um, but they were so adorable. And Ellen has sisters and her friend was kind of calling her out. Her friend was like, Ellen seriously is a super fan. Which I couldn't believe, but it was true. I saw the text messages to her sisters who she got interested to the pod. So now her and all her sisters listen to me. Uh, her roommates call me the fourth roommate because Ellen's always playing the pod in the house. I love it. I think that's adorable. Um, Ellen had a good time. I hope her friend had a good time. It was a good time. Good time was had. Uh... Ellen did ask to hit my jewel pod, which normally I would let people hit my jewel pod, but I had a strange experience recently where I had someone hitting my jewel and then they made like a weird comment about the health of their mouth. And I was like, I probably shouldn't be so loose and casual about handing out the jewel. So if I don't let you hit my jewel, it's not because I don't love you. It's because I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to get any weird things going on in my mouth. I don't have health insurance anymore, so I gotta be a little, a little more smart about things. And it's not even that I'm like afraid to get herpes, I'm not. I'll take mouth herpes. It seems like a, not that big of a deal. It's just I don't want to pay for medication if it flares up or something. So that's why, it's just medication prevention, essentially. Yeah, this is going to be a crazy week, though. Well, first of all, at the Funny Bone, they have a dog named Higgins, the guy who uh, books the club and I believe also manages the club. He has this dog named Higgins. It's like a basset hound mixed with something else. I think a, a coon hound? Is that even allowed to be... Are we allowed... Is there another... If we're going to change the name of Wife Beaters... I feel like we should probably change the name of that animal. Yeah, it's a basset hound mixed with a cone hound. Uh, I'm going to Google, do cone hounds have other names? Nope. Nope. Doesn't have any other name. So anyway, 
Really cute dog. Both of its back legs are just, like, fucking out of commission, so it walks around like a seal. It's really sad, but also really cute. Uh, but it hasn't been washed in a while. You know when you pet a dog and you're like, I feel like I have 20 other people's hands on mine? Like, it, there was a thick layer. So, just in case you end up going to the funny bone anytime soon, if you pet the dog, just wash your hands real good after. It's a pretty cool club, though. It feels very comedy club-esque. You know what I mean? Like, it's got the low ceilings, it's dark, it's got the neon sun. Like, it just is tight and packed and good. Um, I guess they used to, it, it, like, only not that long ago, they stopped having smoking indoors. Like, people could smoke cigarettes at the show. And only recently, somewhat, have they stopped doing that. It was pretty sick, though, because after the shows, we all got to smoke cigarettes inside. Man, I love that feeling. I love feeling like just a, you know, talked about it before, but like a lizard person. Not quite lizard, more like, yeah, I guess lizard, just, you know, leathery skin, and that's my dream. Just smoking inside. Yeah, so that was nice. Uh, and then what else? I went to this place called High Point for a burger. They have all these crazy kind of burger options. There's too many options. So much going on in the burgers. It was good though, but it'll put you out of commission for a little bit. Uh, I did that. Did I do anything else? Everything closes early here, which is kind of annoying. I went to, uh, ooh, checking in for my flight home. Oh, what a good feeling when you're just ready to go home. The thing is, I had a show on Thursday night, I had two shows Friday night, two shows Saturday night, and now I have one show on Sunday, and Sunday is notoriously, like, just kind of a dead, it's a more dead show, everyone's, like, tired from the weekend, they're getting ready to go back to work, like, it's just not the most fun of shows, so you, like, end the weekend on kind of a weird note, um, so... I'm not necessarily looking forward to it. I am, because I do like the smaller shows, because I can kind of, like, play around a little bit more, get to know the audience a little bit more. It feels more personal. So there's the pros and the cons to it. But I'm excited to go home, because when I go home, I leave the next day to San Francisco to go to my sister's wedding. Two sisters' weddings in one year. Ain't that something? Two wedding speeches in one year. I think I read you guys my sister's wedding speech however many episodes ago. Her wedding was in July or August. So one of those episodes post-wedding. Um, this sister's speech, probably not going to be as funny as the first one. Um, but there, there's some funny moments in it. I felt like the first uh, wedding speech I did for my oldest sister was almost like a comedy routine blended with some sincerity. Uh, kind of like a Dave Chappelle special, but I didn't call anyone. Uh, I didn't, I didn't talk about trans people in my sister's wedding speech, but it was kind of a blend of some jokes and then stories and then, you know, somber. There's kind of a somber tone in part of it. Uh, but this sister's speech, it's going to be a little more sweet, a little more casual. They're getting married uh, at City Hall, so that'll be beautiful. Um, 
And then it's Thanksgiving. Let me know in the comments below, what are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? What kind of stuffing do you eat? Are you a ham person? Do you like ham? I want you to answer every single one of these questions. Uh, what other Thanksgiving questions do I have? Do you self-medicate on Thanksgiving? Do you get really drunk? Do you take, uh, uh, do you, do you pop any pills? Do you smoke some weed with your cousins? What's the vibe? What's going down at Thanksgiving? I want a detailed essay in the comments below. Uh, this year we're gonna be in San Francisco. We're gonna be at my, oh, my brother-in-law's. Wow. I have two brother-in-law's now. That's so weird. So we're going to be at my brother-in-law's house, family's house, uh, celebrating with them. The whole gang's going to be there. Larry, Jen, my boyfriend will be there. Um, I love a holiday. I love cheer. I love the seasonal cheer. Uh, and I know it can be like a bummer of a season for people. You know, people get pretty you know, depressy during this time. But I think what I'm gonna try and do, I say this all the time, I don't think I've ever really done it. I saw it on TikTok, they said to do a December detox from like your phones and stuff. <sighs> Which even just the thought of that stresses me out. But I think it would be good to do like a break from Instagram. Have like every Sunday or something just be like a completely phone-free day and then the rest of my days just like limiting my phone usage to like a certain time of day. I think that seems good. I just have to be careful because I, I get to like, when things like this happen I tend to fall into extremes where if I want to make a change I'm like, okay, I have to, I can't, I'm going to put my phone in a box and I'm not going to look at it at all. Which is like too extreme. Then I'm gonna be like, you know, fucking fiending for it. So I have to have some sort of balance where I can use my phone, but it's not becoming my main priority. Because the phone is such a dark addiction. It makes you, you know, it makes sense like the metaverse, like, you know, fucking Zuckerberg is creating this like parallel online life. You know, because when I'm on my phone for a long time, when I get off of it, it takes me a minute to, like, remember who I am and what I like that's not an online thing. You know what I mean? And I think I've been on my phone for so long since, like, you know, I was on my phone in middle school, but it was, like, flip phones and things like that. They weren't as engaging and addicting. They were, but it was hard to, like, lose yourself in that. It was mostly just, like, texting boys all the time and, you know, taking selfies but not really having anywhere to post it except for, like, MySpace. But then you had to be home so you could make a new MySpace layout. You know, you set a time. You're at school, and then you go home, you do whatever. And then in high school is when Instagram came out, but it wasn't as, you know, not everyone was consuming it constantly. But I feel like that's when I kind of started to lose real-life alley for, like, online alley. And especially when I started doing comedy, you know, just keeping up with what everyone was doing, you know, posting content and all of that. It does, like, I realize now that I'm, like, I think the reason why I've been more depressed post-COVID is because... Life is happening again, but I'm so used to just staring at my phone. You, like, lose a little piece of yourself. 
Whoa, this is kind of like a therapy episode. So, I think for December, I will try to do that. I might start trying to wean myself off now. That way it doesn't feel so overwhelming. But that's my goal. That's my goal. Should we do a fucking goals list for the New Year's? Should we get that going? Just like the... Maybe we'll do that on for the Patreon. All the Patreon users, we can do a goal thing for the New Year's. I think that'd be cute. Wouldn't that be cute? I just slowly become like a Christian church leader in my Patreon. I'm like, let's write down these goals. You know, we want to have productive year. We gotta praise the Lord. That's number one, always. The Lord comes first. And then after that, we got to, um, we got to pray for Lil Nas X. That's number two on the list. Um, but I think that would be a cute idea. You just have to remind me. If you listen to this and you're on the Patreon, message me on there, whatever crazy ideas I come up with, and hold me to it. Hold me accountable. Cheers. Oh my god, it was so funny. There was a guy who came to the show um, who lives in St. Louis and he was so sweet. He just started doing comedy. He's about four months in. Uh, but it was so funny because he was like, okay, I have a random request. Could you say apparently? And I was like, damn, he really, he really is listening to this podcast. So, and I love doing the voice. So I was like, anything for you, King. It's like, apparently, I just did a show, and apparently, I, um, I had a really good time, and apparently... God, I love that kid so much! I also have a great idea for a future guest on this podcast, and I want to do it before... So, you know, well, okay. The goal of this podcast when I first started was I wanted to, you know... I wanted it to be a solo podcast, you know, I wanted to just, you know, talk about my week, talk about whatever things I, you know, came up with or things that are going on in the world that I wanted to talk about. But then I was like, okay, but if I do want to have a guest on, I don't care what they do. I don't care, you know, whatever. I just wanted to be someone I find fascinating. I never wanted just to have a guest on because they're popular or because other people like them. Like, I wanted to be someone who I can really have a great conversation with. And I think for the most part, I've stuck to that. There's there's someone I really want to interview. Like when I was on tour with St. Vincent, I really wanted to get the bus drivers because they had these great stories. They were just like great people, good personalities. It would have been so fun to talk to them, but they were too shy to do it. And they were like, our stories will get us fired. And I'm like, we don't have to talk about that. Um... But in that vein of, like, just people who I meet who I find really fascinating, Theo Vaughn does this really well. He gets really interesting people on his podcast, which is kind of like, you know, what I want to do, as long as it's in the realm of things I find fascinating. And I have a great idea, but I don't, I don't want to say it too early. Not that I think Theo would knock me, but I just don't want to say it and then not have it happen because I think it's so good. 
but I also don't want Theo to do it before me and then, you know, I do it after, like, sloppy seconds. But on the Patreon, I'll tell you guys. Okay, so, now that I got that little secret info, the inside scoop to my Patreon, um, we have exciting news on the podcast. We have, uh... A new producer named Lee Nason. He's lovely. Um, I'm very excited. He uh, is going to be helping with the pod. We're going to be putting clips out every week, which is really nice. Um, and I'm very excited to have him on the resting B team, along with Tom Bosco, who does the thumbnails and all the designs and helps out with the look of the pod, which I think we might be uh, doing a little remodel here soon, um, but yeah, stoked to have Lee helping out with the podcast, and big shout out to Giorgio, who's been helping all the way from Texas for, you know, however long he's been helping out for, um, yeah, I love all the, I love all the squad, and shout out to Anthony, the OG, God bless that man, he's been with me since day one. He's doing some good things. He's helping out a lot of people. So just a shout out, just a quick shout out to the former and the current, you know, RBP gang. Oh, is there anything else? Oh yeah, last week I talked about Britney Spears' conservatorship being over. Um, it's just so annoying, you know, like I'm very happy for her. I think everyone deserves the chance to be, you know, not being controlled by their family who doesn't have their best intentions. Does that mean that she's a perfect human? Probably not. She probably has a lot of underlying, you know, trauma and, uh, you know, some mental issues, I assume. None of us comes out completely unscathed, especially in her circumstance. The thing that bothers me is that, I think I might have talked about this a while ago, but you know, the whole reason, like, not the whole reason, but part of why she quote-unquote went crazy was because the media kind of pushed her into this corner where she couldn't just be herself and live her life privately. Like, the media just, like, was so on her about everything. So, of course, it's easy to claim that she's crazy when people are following you around everywhere, taking your photos. You don't get to just, like, do normal things. Of course, you're going to go a little bit crazy. But now that she's, like, out of this conservatorship, all these media outlets, once again, are going crazy trying to report on it. Her, Britney Spears' boyfriend, uh, his name's, like, Sam Asagari or something? Asagarsi? I don't know. But her boyfriend, Sam, who she's engaged to now, he's, like, you know, making his way as an actor. He's got some roles in some big films now. Um... But when he goes out to do these, like, red carpet events, all the people ask him is about Britney. Which, like, is fair. If you're in a celebrity, you know, pop culture relationship, of course people are going to ask you about your significant other. The reason why this bothers me is because he's still new. He's still making a name for himself. I'm sure most of the public doesn't know who he is yet. And so he doesn't get a chance to just be his own authentic person. He has to just, like, kind of cut off these people who are asking him all these questions about Britney. 
And it's like, we're going back to square one. These people are going to drive them into, like, you know, isolation again. So that's my rant. That's my rant for today about, you know, pop culture stuff. Is there anything else pop culture related that I can just chat about? That was the one thing that was grinding my gears. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, this episode, we might have a guest coming on later in the episode. Surprise little guest. Um, so, if we have the guest on, to be continued, if this is the end of the episode, just a quick reminder to um, subscribe uh, to the YouTube channel. If that's where you... Well, even if you don't watch the YouTube, just subscribe to the channel, okay? Go to my channel, uh, subscribe to the YouTube, like the videos, leave comments, let me know what you're doing for Thanksgiving, um, rate and review, and if you want to be part of the Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash Ally If you want to come see me do stand-up comedy, go to AllieMikofsky.com slash shows. I'm going to be in Washington, D.C. in December, so please see me there. I think that's my last headlining gig on the road uh, for the new year. So, talk to you later, and see you soon. Mwah. Oh!